And now let's read Luke 20 for day 20 of Luke December Challenge 2020. And uh, this, will be re- this will be read by the associate uh, from the New International Version. Uh, please follow along prayerfully. One day, as Jesus was teaching the people in the temple courts and proclaiming the good news, the chief priests and the teachers of the law, together with the elders, came up to him. Tell us by what authority you are doing these things, they said. Who gave you this authority? He replied, I will also ask you a question. Tell me, John's baptism, was it from heaven or of human origin? They discussed it among themselves and said, If we say from heaven, he will ask, Why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin... All the people will stone us, because they are persuaded that John was a prophet. So they answered, We don't know where it was from. Jesus said, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. He went on to tell the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard, rented it to some farmers, and went away for a long time. At the harvest time he sent a servant to the tenants, so that they would give him some of the fruit of the vineyard. But the tenants beat him and sent him away empty-handed. He sent another servant, but that one also they beat and treated shamefully and sent away empty-handed. He sent still a third, and they wounded him and threw him out. Then the owner of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I will send my son whom I love, Perhaps they will respect him. But when the tenants saw him, they talked the matter over. This is the heir, they said. Let's kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What then will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and kill those tenants and give the vineyard to others. When the people heard this, they said, God forbid. Jesus looked directly at them and asked, Then what is the meaning of that which is written? The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Everyone who falls on that stone will be broken to pieces. Anyone on whom it falls will be crushed. The teachers of the law and the chief priests looked for a way to arrest him immediately because they knew he had spoken this parable against them. But they were afraid of the people. Keeping a close watch on him, they sent spies who pretended to be sincere. They hoped to catch Jesus in something he said so that they might hand him over to the power and authority of the governor. So the spies questioned him. Teacher, we know that you speak and teach what is right, and that you do not show partiality, but teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. Is it right for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? He saw through their duplicity and said to them, Show me a denarius, whose image and inscription are on it. Caesar's, they replied. He said to them, Then give back to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. They were unable to trap him in what he had said there in public, and astonished by his answer, they became silent. 
Some of the Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came to Jesus with a question. Teacher, they said, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies and leaves a wife but no children, the man must marry the widow and raise up offspring for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first one married a woman and died childless. The second and then the third married her, and in the same way the seven died, leaving no children. Finally the woman died too. Now then, at the resurrection, whose wife will she be, since the seven were married to her? Jesus replied, The people of this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are considered worthy of taking part in the age to come and in the resurrection from the dead will neither marry nor be given in marriage, and they can no longer die, for they are like the angels. They are God's children, since they are children of the resurrection. But in the account of the burning bush, even Moses showed that the dead rise, for he calls the Lord the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living, for to him all are alive. Some of the teachers of the law responded, Well said, teacher and no one dared to ask him any more questions. Then Jesus said to them, Why is it said that the Messiah is the son of David? David himself declares in the book of Psalms, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. David calls him Lord. How then can he be his son? While all the people were listening, Jesus said to his disciples, Beware of the teachers of the law. They like to walk around in flowing robes and love to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces and have the most important seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses and for a show make lengthy prayers. These men will be punished most severely. Yes, and that was Luke chapter 20 from the New International Version. And now let's go on the treasure hunt in Luke chapter 20. And if you have discovered treasures other than the ones we are sharing tonight, please do reach out to us and let us uh, let, let us benefit from them. I call chapter 20 of the, of, of the gospel account, according to St. Luke, as the chapter of the three tests. The chapter of the three tests, because we find here, we find here the Pharisees and the chief priests and the scribes together with the elders, you know, trying to test test Jesus Christ, to test him. And there are three three tests recorded here in Luke chapter 20. First, we have the test of uh, these persons asking Jesus uh, for the authority, for the authority under which or by which he was performing the miracles that he performed. They, they, they asked him, by what authority are you doing these things? Or who is he who gave you this authority? It was a test. It was a test uh, for him. And Jesus, of course, brilliantly answered them by not answering them, right? And then there was the second test, the, sec- the second test of paying taxes to Caesar. He said to him, well, uh, knowing that the Jews were under Roman occupation, Jews were paying taxes to Caesar, not voluntarily, but, but as a matter of compulsion. And 
and they knew that no Jewish leader would would then would then rightly say, "Oh, we should be paying taxes to Caesar." So, so they tested him, and of course, uh, the wisdom of God uh, that rests on our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ led him to to again answer them brilliantly. So much so that uh, they were not able to trap him. And then the third test, uh, the test put forward by the Sadducees who said to him, well, you, you keep talking about the resurrection, but you know, they painted the picture, uh, almost a ridiculous picture, and say, and then asked him the question, uh, whose wife would the woman be in the resurrection? And of course, again, our Lord answered them brilliantly. And then we have in verse 39, after the, after the Lord had answered all those questions so brilliantly, then some of the scribes answered and said, teacher, you have spoken well. But after that, they dared not question him anymore. This is the point I want to make from this. There are many people, even uh, in the church of God, who approach the scriptures uh, in a critical way, in a critical way. And by critical way, we mean those who approach the scriptures and the accounts given in the Bible uh, in a manner, in a questioning manner, always questioning everything, always trying to find fault with it, always trying to, and these people have existed since time immemorial. Of course, we have their account here in Luke 20. They've always been there, always questioning, always trying to find, to find fault with the Bible and the Word of God, always trying to find inconsistencies. And you see, you should not be surprised. In Luke chapter 8, Luke chapter 8 verse 10, this is what we read of such people. This is what the Lord, our Lord himself said of such people. He said, The knowledge of the secret of the kingdom has been given to you, that is the disciples, the believers, but to others I speak in parables, so that those seeing, they may not see, though hearing, they may not understand. Those who do not approach the Bible in humility and in faith, they would never understand it. You never understand it. So don't be in their number. Don't be in the number of those who are always questioning, always uh, trying to find fault. If that is the attitude to the Bible, you will never discover the treasures in it. You never discover the treasures in it. You have to approach it in humility. You have to approach it by faith. That is the only way. That is the only way to discover the treasure in the word, in the word of God. And you see, those who who approach the word in humility and with faith, they come to understand fully. They come to see clearly and they say, yes, the Lord is wise. The Lord is all wise. Now look at Hebrews 4. Hebrews 4, 1 and 2. It is there we find that unless we receive the word of God by faith, it will be of no value. It will be of no value whatsoever. Hebrews 4.1 from the New King James Version. Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us, let us fear, lest any of you seem to have come short of it. Listen to verse 2. For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them, but the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. And, that's the, and it is the part B of verse 2 that we're emphasizing tonight. But the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. So you see, the chief priests of those days and the scribes and together with the elders who were confronting Jesus Christ, they had a unique opportunity to hear directly from the Lord. But you know, they did not receive him as the Messiah promised by God from time immemorial. So it, the word did not profit them. It is, in, it is the same in our age, in our world today, 
It is the same in our world today. Uh, we have the Bible. We have the unique privilege of having the Bible, the Word of God, an account of the life of Jesus Christ, which uh, the uh, the people of old did not have. We have that 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 opportunity, that unique opportunity. But it will only profit you. It will only profit me if we receive it by faith. By faith, receive it joyfully and receive by faith. Receive joyfully and receive by faith. And you see, for those who receive the Word of God by faith. Do you know what, what, what they're going to discover? I take you back to Luke chapter 19. That account of when Jesus said to his disciples, go to the village opposite to you. You'll find a cult there, one on which no one has sat. You know that story. But verse 32 of Luke 19. And this is what I say will happen to those who receive the word of God by faith. So those who were sent went their way and found it just as he has said to them. They found it just as he has said to them. I tell you, on the authority of the Bible, in the power of the Holy Spirit, that if you accept the word of God in humility and by faith, you will find it just as he has said. Everything, everything he has said is true, and it will, everything will happen just as he has said. Believe that, and you will find rest. Thank you very much for joining us tonight for day 19 and day 20 uh, combined episode for uh, Luke December Challenge 2022. We look forward to you joining us again tomorrow at 9 p.m. for 